Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Already we're at episode 19. We just started this thing, 2017, John Michael Craig. And I feel like uh, it's good to know that we're probably, I think we got a good chance to get to number 20 before the end of the year. And I don't know, this feels kind of like a milestone to me, but we probably, we've got a ways to go. We have a ways to go. We are right now, this is episode 19. We're 281 episodes behind Lopez Radio. (laughs) This is someone you discovered. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy yeah. Lopez, yeah. Yeah, three, 300, uh, Jeremy, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know his first name. I just knew it was Lopez. I didn't know. I mean, he just he just turns on the, I've only listened to one and a half podcasts. That he, 300, and I've listened to one and a half. I'm a yeah. big fan, basically, is what I'm saying. I sent him, um, I sent him beer, actually, too. So. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I, he, did he receive it? Yeah, yeah, he got it. Yeah. Is he a beer guy? He's a big beer guy. Yeah, he is. Okay, yeah. And I, le- I listened to his le- uh, episode 299, and he had a he had a dude on that was supposed to show up with him, but the guy couldn't because there was snow in Atlanta, right? He lives in Atlanta? <laughs> yes. He yeah, got, yeah. And then that guy was talking bourbon. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't like, – and that's the other thing. I don't really know much about him or his friends and who these people are on his podcast because it's basically like he and or his wife – well, it's always him – and then sometimes his wife, maybe? Some, yeah, he said his wife. The first I one heard. I heard was with the wife. And I've heard uh, a few episodes. I'm just kind of getting yeah. to know the whole, the whole crowd, too. Okay. So so I don't know who the, the players are, but the last guy, I like that guy, too, actually. Yeah, I, I do. I was kind of interested that. and fascinated yeah. by him for a lot of reasons, because I think the guy was from Atlanta. I don't know his name. And uh, married to a Jewish woman. And like probably before meeting her, he never uh, even saw a Jew. Probably yeah. thought they had horns. And now I'm just feeding. I have no idea. But this was episode uh, 299. Uh, and I just saw that he's done episode 300. And that's kind of awesome. And that's kind of cool. I, I, and and I, a lot of what he said, I, I, I agree with him about uh creatives and 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 how we're hardening ourselves and we sort of just want to and the best way to get better at something is to do it and do it over and over again yeah I you think. Just unless you really suck and he doesn't really suck no i think he, <laughs> yeah he's got skills and uh and <laughs> but, but all of us you know you, you try to keep doing whatever the hell it is you're doing you know the, the ten thousand hours or whatever it is that you, supposedly it takes to to master something uh obviously you know some of these guys you know the the mark marins the joe rogans these guys have been doing this shit forever they're, they're pretty damn good at it and the rest of us are all just trying to figure this shit out so that's yeah, kind of the way it goes that's i don't know so wait wait ten thousand hours yeah that's is that uh, a thing yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know that? who. I'm Gladwell. Is it fucking? Who is that? Well, the the one I saw reference it most recently is uh, Seth Godin. Uh, was uh, I saw something on his? He does a daily blog thing, which I used to kind of follow. He writes something every day, and then he, even though he's got this giant Twitter account, giant following, uh, he. Um, doesn't suppose he says he doesn't tweet anything but he puts a link out to his blog every day on twitter and so you can can, yeah uh so you can see it and uh he he was asked about it recently and i don't know if he came up with it or where but supposedly the idea of mastery uh some people uh consider that the level of what it takes for mastery is to spend ten thousand hours at it um i don't know i i'm not sure i've spent ten thousand hours doing anything really Looking at the internet. Well, but I was just thinking about that. It's like Mark Marin has had his podcast for like whatever six years, and he's done about uh, I want to say like eight hundred and fifty episodes, something like that. I could look it up real. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So apparently I was correct. The new study destroys Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000-hour rule. So it is an outliers thing. Okay. Um, apparently. Um, and uh, but, but let's just say Mark Maron, successful. He just bought a new house or whatever. He's still got his old house and garage and can afford two houses in Los Angeles. Does anyone know the fucking real estate market in Los Angeles? Fuck yeah, you, no Mark shit. Maron. And yeah. your stupid podcast. I'm done listening to that piece of shit. Fuck that <laughs> asshole. He's fucking angry. <laughs> he is angry. He's, yeah. so, he's still fucking angry. And you know what? He'll never be happy, so fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he tries. He's trying really hard to, to uh, self-actualize, but uh, I don't know. He, yeah, yeah. yeah, assholes can't fucking do that. They're incapable. <laughs> I mean, fucking, he's a sociopathic misogynistic fucking he's no you know why he hates trump so much because he's just like that fucking guy dick he probably is you know I, that's, <laughs> just, it's funny because i've been here a lot of, obviously you hear a lot of trump hatred it's it goes on but this week because of the tax thing it's been it's been at a ah, it's been at like a big crescendo and i hear everybody bitching about the tax thing and i don't i don't fucking know enough about it really you know yeah, i've never I read it i don't i don't know enough about it yeah. to speak intelligently other than I can say this, I know for sure that everybody that is bitching about it that is uh, going to get money if they're in the middle class, uh, whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, an independent, whatever, I can say without hesitation that anybody that gets into a lower tax bracket for whatever period of time, whether it's the seven year, there's something where it's going to fall off after seven years and the rich people are going to still have their benefit seven years later and then the rest of us are going to get fucked, supposedly is what the, the Democrats are saying. Um, I don't know. but um, So even if that does happen, if you, you go seven years in the future and you have somehow gotten a few thousand dollars a year extra over the seven years add whatever money that is up say it's 30 35,000 whatever the number is there's not a one of these fucks that are going to give that money to anybody other than themselves they're not going to give that money back to the government they're not going to do anything with it other than spend it they're going to buy basic fucking uggs and starbucks and avocado toast and they're going to go to (laughs) fucking disney world By the way, Uggs and Starbucks, you just created the name of a new podcast. And it's like, we're going to, like, we would listen, we would hate listen to the fuck out of that. Uggs and Starbucks. Fucking cunts. Sorry, basic, I just. Basic motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, and it is the solstice. Yeah. So this yeah. is our, this is our, yeah. you know, I was going to, I was thinking this could be our, our holiday, uh, you know, Christmas show, but I mean, maybe it should be the summer solstice. Pagan fucking show. Well, this is the winter solstice. Oh, summer. Winter. What, did I say summer? This is the shortest day, right? You know, yeah, you know what I was thinking summer because I was just I, I had heard a, uh, a on anchor I'd listened to this guy from uh, you, you're aware of this guy from uh, Melbourne Australia a guy named Andrew Brown uh, and yep, yep. Uh, there, there was some sort of a, a, a some whack job drove into a crowd down in Melbourne today and he was talking about it a little bit yeah yeah one of those kind of things like happened in New York one of those happened in Melbourne uh, and. Uh, he, uh, I just looked at the, while I was listening to him speak, I looked at the weather forecast in Melbourne. It's like 85 degrees today. And it's, uh, well, it's Friday. There, right? it's, 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 <laughs> so you're basically saying fuck you because it was a nice day? Well, you got me thinking about, no, I summer solstice. I was <laughs> sorry, thinking sorry. summer. I was thinking oh. summer. Oh, I see. I, I That's what I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm putting things together because I was going to say uh, September 11, 2001, it was a beautiful day in New York. <laughs> okay. Well, right. it was, but it wasn't anything near the solstice. When is the solstice? It's the summer solstice is what? June? Is, I don't know. 20 something. June 21st, I think. And then winter solstice is December. So you've got the longest day and the shortest day. Yes. But isn't, isn't uh, Australia all... F- fucking backwards with they're, they're summer backwards, and winter their toilets flush in the wrong direction <laughs> do they really spin in the wrong the other <laughs> i that's what they say I'm not i've sure heard i don't know true. i've never shit in australia 
No, my, not in the toilet anyway. No. <laughs> I fucking just went right in the middle, middle of Melbourne. I was like, "Fuck I, this place, you I asshole!" Shit, with your shit on, I've shit on Australia. <laughs> I shit on you. You. Yeah, no, yeah. I like Australians. I think. I, I, I think <laughs> I would way, like to be there. I've been like drinking. It's. I'm. I'm hateful, John Craig. Tonight. The, today was. We had our company uh, Christmas party, and okay. So most companies, when you think Christmas party, uh, you, you would do that in the evening. It would be something. Where, oh, you did day. You did day drink. We, we always. What, now here's. We always do it during the day, and because I work with, a, I have a bunch of engineers that I work with, I, and everybody's pretty much a lot of my my coworkers are on the spectrum. Uh, <laughs> they do you really for real. Oh, well, engineers are. They just are. If, you, if you're a fucking techie engineer and you're really good at it, and these guys are talented at what they do, um, you got to be a little on the spectrum to be there. You just do. Um, if you're going to stand there and look at some f- fucking screen full of ones and zeros all day and, and get a, you know, a, a woody off that, <laughs> you, there's got to be something a little... You know, a little sideways there. That's right. You, it's making you concentrate on that, and that's fine. We need those people. But at any, at any rate, they, when we start talking about having a, a get together, it's like, do we want to have something and bring our significant others, and everybody can sit around and talk? And they're like, no. <laughs> bunch of introverts. <laughs> the, the, the 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 engineers like, we don't have significant others. Well, they do. The zeros they, and ones. They're not sure how it adds up. Others. Yeah, we got to. I got to get the spreadsheet out and figure. It, you know, I got to talk about this for a while. So yeah, the introverts introverts Christmas party is what it's like so uh and it's funny because everybody you know, so, so we get together today at this nice italian restaurant and we've got this big long table and there's like i think it's like 15 of us or something like that and the sales and marketing is this the are, whole this is the your team my actually my company is like 16 people total so it's what a, yeah yeah we're we i, I say this well, oh my I, god you've talked about two guys and it feels like they're at like an army of a hundred <laughs> that you fucking can't talk to because they're fucking poli- they talk about politics and they're assholes and it's only two guys so in my head you worked at a much bigger company I, we have clients that are always like when they we have a lot of shit that w- w- that we actually do and it, i i say this about the company that a lot of companies are a mile wide and an inch deep we oh have, we're, oh we're, mile we're, wide inch deep that was the philosophy of the company i used to work for well, we're we're an inch wide and a mile deep is is how to describe the company I work for. We we do a lot with the very few wow people, wow very well, few yeah 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 so wow okay so, again this corporate speak of that sort of really hits me in a way because it's like I remember that time and I remember what it meant and I remember they they changed it and they shifted the whole business model and they grew too quickly it was like the opposite of your company yeah we're gonna need you to move downstairs (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I office yeah Uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to come in on the weekend. I've never seen Office Space. You haven't seen it? Oh, no, great. I've great. seen bits and pieces, but not enough of the whole thing. I've, yeah. I can list, I can do an entire podcast about movies I haven't seen. Uh, the entire great. movie. Yeah, I did, yeah. I, I'm yeah. rambling now, but uh, the I was going to go into a My movie thing. I, I was going to go into a movie thing, but I thought maybe I should just complete the, th- the first thought which was so we had the christmas party today i didn't drink i didn't have a they every, no not uh, i would say half the group ish maybe a little less did half didn't i sat down with the engineers and they and i, I was, was kind of weirded out a little bit because one of them said well hey i'm glad you're you're you know in sales but you're sitting down here with us and then the one said you kind of fit in with us and i was like what <laughs> wait wait you're a sales guy yeah i'm in sales huh. Okay. Look, today, I think today is a turning point, episode <laughs> gonna 19 get to by the end other. of the year. It was, like, I was like, you know, we've never met, but I was like, there's a lot of things I don't know about you, well, what do you and what I do don't you do? ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I, okay, so you worked in radio, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For a long time. Yeah, quite a while. Are you so, a runner? Yeah. 
Have you had any health issues? These are questions I know, but I, don't, I want to turn this into a health podcast. But uh, I had a little tickle thing with the heart last year. That's uh, kind of yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't want to get into that. Well, how's it going? How's that going? By the way, that's that's going well. So, um, just because j- you asked, uh, and some people may not know, I. Uh, uh, yes, I've been a lifelong runner. I did have a thing uh, last year where I uh, developed atrial fibrillation, which is an irregular heartbeat where your heart, you know, goes in wonky kind of. And who's uh, the famous music? Someone, uh, uh, um, a known Buckethead. musician. Bucket, Bucket. Oh, oh God, fucking Buckethead. Buckethead. Yeah. Uh, recently was uh, diagnosed with uh, okay. atrial. I think a lot of people probably. I, my theory is that Tom Petty probably had atrial fibrillation. You think, think so? For yeah. real? Yeah, I do. Uh, and that's based on nothing other than my gut feeling. So just... I, I've never looked into it. I mean, I've, I've talked to you about it. Not on the podcast. Right. Pre, uh, our test podcast, our precursor, like yeah. episode uh, 00A. That seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? it? It was back in March. I mean, a lot. nothing's happened and a lot has happened since then. But anyway, so you've had this thing. So yeah, I became aware that I had this, and then they so they they do tests and check you out. Yes, your your heart rate is not it's it goes it stops starts goes it's just wacky. It just your heart's not. Was was your heart rate fast? It, yeah, it goes faster. When it, what it does is it kind of goes along. It beats normally for like it was beating normally for like four or five beats or whatever, and then it would stop right. for a second, and then go into two or three quick ones. And how did you discover it? Uh, I went for, I just had a regular checkup and I, I felt like I, uh, I don't know, I probably did feel shitty sort of, and I was and I maybe had some lightheaded episodes that I wasn't really, you know, every once in a while somebody stands up from the chair and they'll go, Ooh, I got a head rush, you know, that kind of thing. And that right. would ha- occasionally happen, but I wasn't feeling like really bad or anything like that. And, uh, I went into, just had a regular, uh, physical and, uh, it just decided it'd been a couple of years. I got the standard, just go to the doctor once a year kind of physical thing. And the attending nurse, when she took my pulse, she's like, you, she goes, oh, you got a little flutter. Are you aware of that? And I said, no. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't even think about it. Went to New Orleans. The, after, so she scheduled. She said, oh, well, we'll have you meet with a cardiologist. And she, they made an appointment that was like two weeks later. And um, I, we went to New Orleans like two days later. And I was down there. I was, nah, I was drinking and, you know, eating, you know eating, eating New Orleans food. I was, you know, shoving down whatever I could. And not even Crawfish? Thinking, yeah. Oh, Crawfish. Gosh, hell yeah. Etouffee, yeah, the whole idea. I was, I was eating uh, beignets. Did you have beignets? I did have, yeah, I had beignets. What, what about a, what about a Sazerac? Uh, just not, the Sazerac's a whiskey, right? Isn't that whiskey? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I I do remember having it. I remember being at that hotel where they invented the fucking thing. And I've been to New Orleans like I once New or Orleans. twice. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I, I think it. if you stay in the French quarter you'll probably just burn in hell if you just only stay in the french quarter is probably a bad idea right? yeah i've always stayed in the ninth ward we have done the airbnb thing and and uh i you know i would like to st- i would like to stay that would be spooky though anywhere you go in the french quarter that fucking shit's haunted i, I don't know so uh it'd be freaky i think right so so anyway so i'm sorry so, I, I, so, I, i'm yeah, derailing so, your heart so, um all right yeah without making it too long they discovered it i go in to go through the stuff they figure out okay not only is that sometimes people will have this uh, afib thing and that's all that, that happens other than the fact that when that's going on it be, gives you a much greater risk for uh, eventually developing a, a stroke having a stroke and so they 
going to huh. put you on, yeah, so they're going to put you on blood thinners, right. a, a stroke or a, a heart attack. Uh, okay. and, and so they put you to be on blood thinners and they uh, do some other tests and they figure out that not only is the atrial fibrillation going on, but the there's something called uh, your uh, EF, ejection fraction, and my which is how well your heart's able to pump blood out. And that my ejection fraction was really low. And so those two things are not good. So they uh, ended up, I ended up having... Uh, uh, three times actually I had uh, a where they shock your heart to try to get it back into rhythm and th- that worked and so now I'm back in rhythm and everything is is uh, is fine and it has been but um, I am going to go in after the first year and I'm gonna have a uh, after the first of the year uh, I'm gonna have something that's called an ablation done which is where they uh, do a permanent sort of uh, fix to it so it won't ever go out of beat again the way it's supposed to and that, that'll get me off a lot of the drugs and, and I'm not really on a lot of drugs now but I'm still, I would not, I, I want to get off the blood thinner thing. So um, I feel great. I run, I do all that stuff. I'm still working out. Everything's, everything's kosher there. Um, and my, you know, it's, it's all good now, but uh, yeah, it's just something I got to monitor. Now, I do have a question for you. I'm hearing somebody. Uh, I don't know if you hear the song that I'm playing. It's, it's not good. It's Motley Crue, Kickstart My Heart. Okay, I fucked up. I fucked up. I thought it was connected to my external speaker. It didn't work. Um, Whatever, I fail a lot. But I I kind of vaguely remember when it happened that there was a thing where you had to go in for a procedure, and that was one of the options where it's like not really Kickstart My Heart, but that's my perception and interpretation of it. Yeah, well, they they knock you the fuck out and uh, put the paddles on you. Getting down to the bottom. Getting down the bottom of the. Getting down to the bottom of the hard cider. All right, all right. So, um, yeah, they put the they not paddles like on like on the commercial, but they are on like on a TV show. But they they put the ba- the same thing as the paddles on you and shock you. They, they jolt you back into into rhythm and they knock you out. Obviously, while you're doing that, because it would be unpleasant, you know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm. So they did. So they did sort of kickstart your heart. They absolutely did. I okay. Have, yeah. Yeah, I just I just want to let anyone know that's still listening now that it's probably a good idea. What do you have? Fifteen seconds on a podcast where you can scroll back at least on an Apple and the podcast. <laughs> Go back, like hit that button like three times, okay? And right around the time that I'm <laughs> finishing up my hard cider, um, and Colin says you're getting to the bottom, right? Something like that. A second later. <laughs> Keep going back and listening to that moment. If you're like me, you'll enjoy the fuck out of it. I almost <laughs> choked to death on a heart. It was like while you're telling your story, which I'm actually was listening to, I'm laughing at. I'm <laughs> if I died that way, I'd be so happy, and I wish that that moment could live on. Like everything needs to be recorded. Like, what? What? Where's this guy? Where did? Where did <laughs> he go? Holy shit! It was very are, painful, actually. I see, and I wouldn't know what to do in that situation because because <laughs> we've never met. You don't even know where the fuck I live. Yeah, I really I'd have your don't have your address. We were a thousand fifty, thousand forty nine, I believe, is what I uh, used the Google device for trying to figure out that we're uh, about that far apart. You know, and we've never met. You're in New York. I'm in Iowa. What the fuck? How would that work? You can't die on on the air, as it were. Well, you could, but you know. Well, it wouldn't be live, but it would still be worth something, right? Yeah, maybe right. I don't know, yeah, but don't uh, know. yeah, you see, you're. You're so good at the back end of, of doing the Twitter account and the whole thing, and it's like, that's brilliant. I love that, that you've looked up, excuse me, how far away we're at, we are from one another, but it's like, I just don't have the mental bandwidth to deal with it. Well, you know, I, I'm trying to trying to just, uh, you know, get the word out, trying to trying to make it make it happen. 
So um, I've never listened to fucking Lopez radio. I was just doing that whole thing. <laughs> I, no, seriously, I just I followed him on Twitter because you said he's pretty cool. He's pretty good. I've never listened to a fucking word of his fucking podcast, and uh, I just brought it up in the beginning because he fucking hit a milestone of three hundred. Who gives a fuck? Like really, seriously, we did one and we were better than that fucking guy. I mean, that's what I've heard. I mean, but I've never listened to him. So <laughs> you seemed like you knew a little bit more than that. That's, I, right. that's not true. That's you don't have to protect me. I've never. I don't even know. I didn't even. I didn't know his name was Jeremy. I'm like my son with with our podcast he didn't know the name of it he was an asshole when we had him on the show he didn't listen to anything we said it was like he was on fucking instagram the whole time and or masturbating fuck that kid well he's at that age so <laughs> yeah, that's no. it's the two things he you know what he plays guitar and he masturbates he's got two things <laughs> which is really kind of the same thing uh so i i i i'm i've uh i've derailed everything this is only 20 minutes it feels like we've been recording for an hour <laughs> I imagine anybody listening what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. John Cray. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, so with the, uh, did you, had you ever heard of the AFib, AFib, AFrib, the, the atrial, yeah, were, yeah. I can't say it. You were right the first time. Yeah. AFib, just say AFib. That, that was, I, uh, had you ever heard of it prior? No, not really. No. So it came up, like it was just one of these things that you just sort of accidentally discovered, never heard of this thing. Did you ever, did you look into it like uh, WebMD, internet, like Google, just oh, look and see like yeah, how yeah. like how frequent, like is it more common in white men of a certain age? Is it more, like did you look into that shit? Uh, well, you, okay, so when I started looking in, into it, uh, and yes, uh, when I think being just, uh, Anybody in today's world, I think when you get some sort of medical uh, news, the uh, na natural thing is just to go Google it and start looking at it. And doctors know that. I think they're they're all kind of they've all they're a little pissy about that. I think, <laughs> and I don't blame when, them. No one's taking a job away from them. I mean, it's like you know we're we're doing our own research and it's mixed. You got to right, take it with a right. grain of salt because right. it's like if you just Google if you Google a medical um, um, you know ailment of any sort. You're gonna see some scary fucking Googled shit that's oh, yeah. gonna yeah. freak you the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, you know, my son's a type one type diabetic, and he was uh, diagnosed like three and a half years ago. And when I Googled it, it was like I I was on a plane to Los Angeles, found out that he was in the hospital, and I'm like, dude, this was a freelance job. I'm like, do I need to tell my boss? Do I need to get back on the plane and go back? And I Googled. Type one diabetic, you know, type one diabetes, and it auto filled to type one diabetes life expectancy, and I'm like freaking out before I even get to the article, sure, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you're like, I, I don't know what it means. Like, I didn't know that that was juvenile diabetes. I didn't know the difference between type one and type two diabetes. You know, it, it was so. It, like this, this fear shit. You know, so yeah. it's like WebMD is amazing, in some ways. But, well, we don't have a medical background. We don't know the reality. We don't know the statistics. So and so I'm just curious where you are in your life at this point. You're a fairly healthy guy. You're a runner. You have been for many years. You don't know about this thing. So where are you? Well, okay. So the, you, going back to the, the Googling thing. So you, you try to figure out where you're at versus where you at versus the uh, the rest of the world and, the, and the, the rest of the group. And when you start looking at things, okay, A, medicine is, is a lot of fucking guesswork. And uh, B, uh, you may fit in the... Uh, 
okay, so they're going to give you examples of, like you said, life expectancy or different things that they know about whatever it is the fuck that's wrong with you. And what you've got to consider always is what are they looking at as far as the swath of humanity that um, they're getting statistics from? And I knew when I was looking at all this stuff that, you know, they weren't talking about people that are out running. They weren't talking about people that were um, at a uh, healthy BMI or body weight. They weren't talking about people that, uh, you know, didn't smoke, aren't on drugs, don't have high blood pressure. I, I didn't have a lot of the markers that a lot of other people might have. So, I, you know, you just got to take it all with a grain of salt. And uh, I'm getting a weird echo. You hearing that echo? Is that just me? That's echo, probably echo, echo. my... I. I think that might be my 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 fault what, what are you <laughs> what i don't know <laughs> just repeating I, after me <laughs> no no i uh i know what it is never right. mind i made it I, it's convoluted i'll explain to you at another all right, time all right, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll try to forget the echo then i was like i'm just talking about medical things all of a sudden my no no it's the afib it's it's part of the i just looked it up on and it's a thing it's i think it's coming back seriously kyle and i we probably should stop recording right now because i don't think you have much time left i looked on WebMD. as soon as you hear hear echoes no seriously like honestly can you pause this if not just walk away i'll i'll keep the ship afloat and you just tell your daughters that you love them tell your wife whatever and i don't know and just have a beer crack something open i mean if you've i don't know uh, coke you haven't done coke in a while do some coke right uh, now and then, no <laughs> there was yeah i was doing something with my phone i was recording and never mind if i fucked up i don't know i think it was right. me it just okay. it, it got a little louder and i was like what the <laughs> fuck am i hearing i turned my volume up on my mic it's uh, we're in the same room colin and i are best friends we're yes. roomies yeah I got kicked out of my house, my house, four years ago. We're in John's mother's basement. <laughs> got bu- we got, we got John's bunk- mother's basement. That's a good got, podcast title. Got bunk beds. <laughs> so, okay. So, so I, I know that, uh, does anyone, no one's listening to episode 19. Nobody's getting past 25 minutes. It's well. It's the holiday period too, and so I'm thinking, yeah, this is like probably they're bored. You got time off. They're gonna listen. Well, either that or they're just so busy that nobody's gonna. Nobody will hear it. So I don't know what the fuck. So so you um so you didn't know anything about this thing. You no. Google it. The doctors are not cool. Like 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 did you did you actually talk to them about it and ask them questions based oh, on yeah. your research? Sure, sure, sure. And did uh, they? Yeah. Now, my my first the first cardiologist I had was a guy from India who uh, was very, uh, I don't know, he, he was just, uh, he he was kind of uh, irascible, sort of, uh, kind of ornery, sort of, uh, a little bit. Uh, he, like I was, when you start talking about the internet research stuff, uh, he really, he, he got a little rankled about, you know, the you know when you bring up stuff. You know, I was talking about one of the drugs that he prescribed, and he immediately kind of shot back at me some stuff about the drug, uh, that, that um, his, his viewpoint about what was going on. And when you start looking at, any serious drug that they're giving you for something like that, there are a ton of things that you're going to read that are bad. You know, the, the side effects, and so um, yeah, he, he didn't really uh, <laughs> he didn't really uh, warm up to that conversation too much. And uh, I, I guess uh, I was comfortable getting away from. I, he's no longer my cardiologist. Got somebody else. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Eh, 
you know, it was just we we grew we grew past each other, and, and he got he recommended me to somebody else, which is uh, there's other guys is, right. is better that we're working with now that's going to um, uh, do that procedure that I was talking about uh, this year called it's called an ablation, which is uh, a deal where they uh, basically kind of fix the uh, the hearts so that won't do that, which it's a it's a non-invasive i mean they don't crack you open or anything like that they go through they use a catheter to go, to go through and uh and uh do some things inside the heart catheter me. sounds invasive to me well the catheter goes through your leg it goes up into your heart and it uh they put these two little electrodes in and they actually do some scarring on the inside of your heart to keep what the, the f- fuck yeah. like yeah. something goes into your leg and it gets to your heart yeah, so this this uh, probe goes up through the the uh, I guess I don't know what vein that's called, but uh, anyway, uh, it goes up through your uh, groin uh, up in the big oh, vein, the big vein. Okay, the big it, vein. The big vein. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call mine too. The big yeah, vein. The big no, vein. Yeah. yeah, and so it goes up to your heart and comes into the heart through the bottom side, the big uh, atrial vein or whatever the hell it's called. I don't know. I'm, I'm the worst at this, but so no, no, you sound pretty good. I mean, to me, it's very convincing. All of it, everything you're saying, I'm like. Oh, really? I mean, like, I'm with you. It's, it's, a lot of what they do, it's like House. It's like that, that show, in one House. Yeah, I've they, never seen trying, it, but I know try, what you're talking about. Try yeah, to, yeah. You, yeah, it's trying to figure shit out by the first commercial. Shit goes a little sideways between commercial two and commercial three. Commercial three, they're starting to figure it out, and then in the end, they get it all figured out, and there's, you know, a happy ending, hopefully. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a happy ending, it's just an ending. Yeah, well, not, not that kind of happy ending. So, <laughs> oh, okay, different, different. So, anyway, they, they come up through this vein, they actually, use these two uh, electrode probe things that they pop through the other side of the heart and then they go into the there's two veins where the blood pumps out and they scar those a little bit with a with a laser and uh, that keeps your heart from going out of rhythm again which that all sounds like fucking time travel to me but uh, they do that and it's actually it's almost outpatient uh, type thing they, they he says most hospitals actually do treat it as an outpatient thing you're you're out this same day but he's said uh it's his best practice to keep you at least overnight one night so i'll spend one overnight just to so you're just in the hospital for one night yeah yeah and and a lot of times he says that it's done with without even an, an overnight stay so which is pretty crazy so anyway i'm kind of looking forward to it it's gonna be a you know be interesting new experience all right. So when you had when you found out about this, did were you were you nervous? Were you did you have any fear or you know were you did, in any way from oh, your yeah. research from what yeah. the doctors told you? Did it fuck your head up a little fuck bit? Yes, fuck yes. It's yeah. It's like you're shitting your shitting your pants, man. It's like what the fuck, you know? It's like you don't expect. You, okay, you, you've got a you know serious heart thing, and um, it's just like. Yeah, it scares the shit out of you. And I think a lot of people, uh, you know, end up with, uh, I was just reading that, that uh, there's some exercise dude that's been, uh, I think he has something to do with Oprah or something like that, that uh, Bob. Oh, somebody. Bob Green? Is that the guy? Some guy you just No, there are two guy. guys. There's uh, There are two guys. There's one guy's the food guy, Bob Green, and there's another dude. I think I have their books. Yeah, yeah. But so, uh, the one dude had a heart attack last year. He, no, he was on, he was on Biggest Loser. He's he was the coach on the Biggest oh, Loser. Oh, 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 the, the the gay dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, he, gay, he actually. Gay, I'm gonna Google it now. Gay dude. <laughs> biggest loser. Gay. Biggest dude. loser. Heart yeah, attack. Heart Hold attack. on. I want to know how fucking good fucking this fucking Google is. It, it gets stuff right. Loser usually. heart attack. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he's not anyway, a big loser. Yeah. I just read an article that you know he's Bob he's, Harper. Bob Harper. He he said he's got a lot of depression. He's he's gone through it, but his shit was way worse than mine. He actually had an he had a heart attack. I didn't, uh, and uh, he was like they put him in a medically induced coma for like three days or some shit like that, and uh, so he's had a much. So he had what you had. No, he, well, I don't know if AFib led to what went on with him mm-hmm. exactly. I haven't read that, but he, he ended up actually having an actual heart attack, which I didn't actually have a heart attack. I just, they, you know, thank God it was detected in time and I didn't have a stroke and I didn't have a heart attack. Um, and I've had all these tests now. I don't have um, my blood vessels and all that stuff that where, you know, somebody would have uh, constricted, you know, the, the, where they need to get a stent or something like that. None of that's going on. Um, it was just the, the, the rhythm of the heart was the problem right uh so uh anyway like i said right now everything's beaten the way it's supposed to and uh, we're good except uh, the the likelihood that it will stay that way uh permanently is is not great so this ablation thing is that uh is right is necessary otherwise i would have to stay on a course of drugs that i'm not willing to uh to do one then the blood thinner thing so speaking of blood thinners I, and i'm just going to switch over to you now i saw you on a uh, i saw you on uh, instagram or somewhere you were uh, you were uh, on a bike yes i was and you were not wearing a helmet no okay fuck that what do you think i'm a fucking pussy <laughs> So, so first of all, I got to give you my I got to give you my wife's theory on when she sees somebody riding bikes uh, if they don't right. have helmet if she, if you don't have a uh-huh. helmet on if you don't have a helmet on my wife assumes that you have <laughs> lost your license to a DUI you're you're a drunk driver who's now on okay. a bike you're on a bike and you're okay. riding around with no helmet on um, that's just her uh, what, but, <laughs> just, uh, okay what's what's the basis of her theory do you because, know because just... because most guys that look like they're you know riding a bike without a helmet on also look like they got picked up for drunk driving <laughs> okay i think it's, I think it's, okay. I think it's i think it's a time saver i think what she's doing here is she's <laughs> she's putting a bunch of people together and she's created a uh, ster- I stereotype um, and i and i think and she's, I, yeah i think she's probably fairly clear. i okay so so you were on the so bike it, no helmet and okay you, you so were holding a phone up over, over your head while you're riding the i bike. was mm-hmm. and uh and then the other thing that struck me is as is different and this has nothing to do with uh-huh. uh anything with a dui but you were also um you, you, had, a, you, you had a sport coat on okay i did have a sp- well, is that what you would call it i don't know a sport jacket it's it's my uniform basically yes. it, it's what i wear i wear i wear like i wear uh jeans skinny-ish skinny-ish jeans okay usually a button-down shirt or a t-shirt or a v-neck t-shirt okay and i wear some sort of sports jackety thing sport, and the jacket i was wearing was from uh a suit jacket a suit jacket a sport uh, like it's like a suit jacket i mean the one that i was wearing that day was probably one that i've worn like four five six days in a row i wear the same fucking jeans every day where the fuck is it um uh, i have the jacket it's uh it's from uh not h&m uh from uniqlo Uniqlo. Okay, I've seen those stories. Okay, yeah. whatever. I probably paid like uh, forty nine bucks for it. I don't know yeah. what I paid for, it. but yeah, that's what I was wearing. It was a nice day here in uh, Red Mac, New Jersey. It was probably. It was probably. You know, it's December. It was probably. Uh, you 
know, like 50 degrees. Do you get honked at? Is anybody honking at you just out of spite? Were they, because they're... I'm fucking hot. They were honking at me because they were like, <laughs> that is the coolest motherfucker. I hated man buns until I saw the man bun on that dude. <laughs> no, no, I don't know that I get honked at. Probably because I'm an asshole. So you know? I think that's an East Coast thing. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to throw that out there. Cause, um, Which one? The, Which the, part? The sport coat, maybe, I think. I don't, I don't I, know. I, mean, like, I, I don't see it, that. I don't see that much here. I don't, I don't see that much. Uh, and I'm not I, saying it's wrong or anything. I think it's No, it's wrong. wrong. I know what you're saying. You're no, judging me. Your no, wife thinks that I'm a no, fucking no. alcoholic, a DUI <laughs> fucking asshole who can't fucking drive. I drive for fucking Uber and Lyft. <laughs> you're a professional. I'm yeah. a professional. I get paid to drive other assholes who have DUIs. So, but you were uh, nonetheless uh, doing a live uh, video thing. Um, well, well, it was it was it was a recorded. It was an Instagram story. They stole okay. it from Snapchat, but yeah, yes, right. it was an Instagram story. I've been posting way too much to Instagram. I admit that. Now I wonder how long this is going to go on. This they stole it from Snapchat thing because it's going to be like okay, I don't know what the first automobile was, but people don't go. You see that fucking steering wheel in that Toyota? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they stole yeah, that shit from Ford. They stole that shit yeah. from Ford. Yeah, fucking ta- <laughs> I was actually thinking about it today. I, I, I've been really, I'm really aware of Teslas. And Tesla, they just read a story yesterday that Tesla is making trucks. And Walmart and UPS ordered a bunch of Tesla trucks. Yeah. Pre-ordered. And, and Tesla's not very good at delivering their shit. They're, just, they're, they're not. But it's amazing, it's right? they're so, making, making rockets and shit. Right, right. So what's this guy, Musk? What's his first name? Elon. Elon, right? And does, so, that, does that name does that sound like a cologne? I want to get some. <laughs> no, of course it does. Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. No, he, he, yeah. And, and he had that weird, like get divorced makeover which is like this like he's like my age he's like 45 or 60 i think the guy's fucking brilliant but he and he fascinating guy he almost lost everything you know and now he's sort of on this upswing i'm not sure but uh like i was thinking like if tesla came back from the dead would he be like fuck you you are an asshole like why would you take my name for your like like i'm trying to get my head around it like how dare who the fuck do you think you are like i hope that one day someone comes back and makes the elon musk brand and steals his shit and you know like i you think like a hundred years from now there's going to be a uh, some sort of a, a vehicle called musk <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm gonna a hundred years from now how old would i be 146 and a half <laughs> you're gonna be driving around in a musk <laughs> I'm going to be driving around in a Musk. With, with your sport coat on from I won't Uniclub. remember any of this. Yeah, Uniclub. But I do. I did have a sports jacket. But yeah, so I did. I posted. I've been overposting. I've been posting way too fucking much on this weird. Well, here's, I think you should get a helmet. I'm just saying. You, I'm just I do. I have two helmets. Well, wear the fucking helmet. That's what I'm saying. Are you? Can, st- I, can I explain to you? Here, okay. All right. Don't. I know you're... Uh, I feel bad. Your wife you. doesn't listen to the podcast, right? She might. I don't know. I don't probably know. Not, if probably she not. does, she doesn't tell you about it. Her, her friends. And then her friends. Her friends them, do. They do. Okay. Some of them. And then right. they tell her shit. And then she's like, right. what? What? Right. What did you say? Yeah, since so. since I don't promote the podcast at all. Okay. Um, here, I'm going to tell you the truth about this. I've got four bicycles. Okay. Okay. One bicycle is a shitty fucking Raleigh a hybrid bullshit not like a hybrid like i still have to pedal it doesn't there's no electric it's just one of those shitty it's not a road bike it's not a mountain bike it's a piece of shit okay the first bike i got when i moved to the suburbs after i moved out of new york city i don't think i had a bike when i lived in manhattan 
the next two bikes i've got like a giant road bike that i bought in 2010 i've done like a triathlon with it i'm not a fucking hardcore motherfucker but i just did a triathlon because uh the swim was in the river that was across from the across from my house the run went past my house and my neighbor was doing it i'm like cool this is cool and and that's a cool bike it was but it's an entry-level bike it's like it's a like eight hundred dollar you know road bike and and now I have a Trek uh, mountain bike. But in 2006-ish, I bought a folding bike. It's a seven-speed, I think 24-inch tire folding bike. It folds up pretty com- compact. It's like 25 pounds. And I bought it after I got a DUI. Oh, did you really? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I used to drive. So um, my ex-wife and I lived in Manhattan until 2004. We moved to the suburbs, you know, from downtown Manhattan to the suburbs of New Jersey in 2004. And I had to commute into Manhattan every day. I drove because I was fortunate enough to be able to start late miss most of the traffic no big deal i was able to park legally on the street in the west village chelsea whatever so it was great um and then i think i don't remember the exact day but i think it was like early 2006 i got pulled over dui i i lost my license for seven months paid all the fines the whole what'd you blow what'd you blow do you remember what's Mm -hmm. i know exactly what i blew what was mm-hmm. the number? What was the number? Can I ask? 0.14. Uh, yeah, you had a few. All right. Oh, I had a lot. It was a Wednesday night. I was going to the Brass Monkey, a bar in the meatpacking district around the around the corner from the Standard Hotel. Beastie Boys um, song. Beastie Boys song. Right? Yeah, just, yeah, just like the Beastie Boys song. Yeah. And I Brass I was on the Friends and Family plan. You know, the, the you know when a, a bar buys back everything? Yeah. And you barely pay anything. So then what you do is you do the math in your head what it would have cost. <laughs> you pay for every round. So let's just say, let's say you had, you know, five, six, you know, you know, five, six dollar Guinnesses. You'd pay $30. And then on top of the $30, you'd pay 10, 15. You'd generously tip. Yeah. You would basically pay that. All that money would go to the bartenders. Okay, good. So you you were you were one of the the OG supportive like patrons. Right, right. That supplement the bartenders and you you support them from like Monday through Thursday before okay. they get busy on Thursday, Friday and Saturday night. Sure, yeah. You know, and and they knew me really well. They knew that I drove, they knew the parking they were at, and I was f- fucking drunk. And my ex-wife texted me that you need to pick up like uh milk or something and it's late why aren't you home oh, i'm working late i was I, my friends had left the bar i was like just hanging out i don't know and i and i was like oh shit and i reacted and i went and and i re, in retrospect i remember the bartender telling me like eh, you should stick around no you should take a break you shouldn't you know like eh, just hang out whatever we'll talk later like he was encouraging me not to go home, not to leave, wait not because he wanted while. to serve me more. He just knew that I was way too drunk to drive and knew that I drove home, and uh, I didn't think about it. And I got in my car. I, I left. I got in my car, and I drove home. I live 50 miles away from where I work in New York City. 
I made it about 45 miles, no problem. I, I kind of, I don't think it was raining, but it wasn't the best day. It, there wasn't a lot of traffic. I was mostly in the right lane. I got off, I didn't get off my exit. I got off one exit earlier because I'm like, oh, wait, wait, there's this one place that's open at this time. And I got pulled over as I got, as I got through the toll plaza off the Garden State Parkway. Made a left turn, I got pulled over. And the guy that pulled me over looked just like John Favreau. <laughs> like exactly like John Favreau. Uh, it, I'm pretty sure that there's video, dashboard video that exists. Of you saying, are you John Favreau? I, I did say it. I did. I was like, like, <laughs> I, like I did. I don't remember at what point. Like, honestly, this guy was a sergeant. Nicest fucking guy. We should have him on the podcast. Nicest sergeant, fucking guy sergeant in the whole Favre. world. I, I can't imagine the guy remembers me. Yeah. Okay. And it, it just, oh, the whole, like, like I, if, if, if you told me when I was a teenager or even in college or even in my 20s that one day you're going to get a DUI. I would have been like, no fucking way. I would have been very judgmental about that. I would have been like, no fucking way. And then I realized mm, that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way. Anybody can drink, drink too much, make a big mistake, get into a fucking car and drive because you don't make the best choices when you're fucking sure. drunk. I didn't know the fucking protocol, how to get out of it. I have a friend from college who I uh, went to undergrad, Syracuse University, with him, and he went to Tulane University. He's a lawyer now. I I don't know what he was blown, but it was pretty, but he knew the law. And he knew what to refuse, how to do it. Now, I'm not saying he should have gotten out of it, right. but he did because he knew the law and knew how to do it. I, I don't think that way. I was just like, it was probably the longest three minutes of my life but it felt like an hour like put your finger on your nose like and again yeah. in retrospect it's well, like those are the things you're not supposed to do i have, I have a f good friend yeah yeah i know i know i know i have a friend that's a, a county attorney and so he prosecutes people and he's he's given me uh all the tips well yeah i mean not saying go drink and do this but he's saying, right, right, right. he's told me about the case the cases that are hardest for them to prosecute are the ones right. where the um you you know there's you just very politely refuse to do any of the field sobriety tests um, right because that's all voluntary they right. will have to either breathalyze you or do a blood test in in most states and you have to submit to that at some point but if they don't if you keep your mouth shut and right. they, and they don't have any um any field sobriety tests it makes it a lot harder uh, the other thing that he said that uh, a lot of people uh, where they screw up at least in this jurisdiction he said that it's regular practice for the police to um, go through the field sobriety test and then um, they put you in the back of the vehicle and when they put you in the back of the vehicle they give you your cell phone and when they put you in the back of the vehicle and then they let you sit there for a little bit mm -hmm. almost almost everybody at that point gets on the cell phone and calls somebody and mm -hmm. they, and there's a camera running with oh and they they can use that that's admissible uh, oh yeah yeah no fucking way yeah yeah totally totally yeah so, wait, wait, wait 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 so basically you because to me that that is some level of entrapment not really. No, I mean, I not really. I guess I, they, it's they, weird. They, I don't know the laws with recording uh, yeah. across the board in any way. I don't have a like as an Uber and Lyft driver. I do not have a recording device in my car, but I've, I know that some do. But I don't know the laws about that. 
Yeah, so in, um, in Iowa, apparently, they've got, uh, most of them have a camera in the vehicle that's, you know, facing mm-hmm. backwards that they, and really? you know, okay. they, so they sit you down, obviously the door goes shut, and then you, start, uh-huh. you call somebody, you go, oh, God, I got pulled over, I was all fucked up, and yeah, I've been sitting there, we've been drank for fucking, you know, you, you tell the whole story to whoever it is that you're calling, and then, you know, you get into court, and poof, they play the tape, and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, cuff me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Take, take so, so, yeah, so for me... So for me, it was, it was again, it was John Favreau, cop. I didn't say that to him during the field sobriety test. And uh, I don't remember when I took the breathalyzer. It was probably at the, the Homedale police station. But prior to that, I did the every old school, the alphabet, the alphabet backwards, you know, the, and I, not all of these are you know, literal, I don't know, but variations of this, you know, I, I, I do remember the finger, the finger on the nose, you know, like take your finger and okay. Take the other. Okay. It's like, holy shit. Like over and over or it felt like it was over and over, you know, walk, walk in the line and walk in the line. And it was like, and again, in retrospect, holy fucking shit. They should (laughs) have cuffed me and probably just taken my license away for life. And it's not something I share. It's not something I talk about for a lot of reasons. I mean, now, especially as an Uber and Lyft driver, now I was approved to be an Uber driver in February 2016, so we're talking about eight, nine years later. But at the same time, I wonder how many Uber, Lyft drivers, cab drivers have a DUI. What what is their policy for that? How long do you got to wait? I have no idea. I never looked into it. It's not like I didn't. I never want to raise my hand and be like, "Well, how you doing?" You know, do you guys know? know? (laughs) Look, my understanding of 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 having a DUI. Well, first of all, it ends up being very expensive. Oh yeah. Like uh, I think the minimum, and I've never looked at this because I think it's based on each state. I think the minimum would be three months. Um, I think the legal limit uh, is point oh eight. In most places, uh, yeah, but I, I think, think it, it is, could yeah. be even lower now, uh, which I don't know what that translates into the number of drinks based on height and weight and all that jazz. Point um, one four is not great. I've talked to people that have been a lot worse than that, and I'm like, holy fuck! I've driven passengers, Uber and Lyft passengers, who are shit faced, and I have literally seen them get into a fucking car. Like, I will drop them off. Right, right, right. They will get into their car and start it up. I mean, I had a passenger not so long ago talk to me and say, you know, he was bitching to his friend as they got into the car. He got in the front seat and the friend got in the back seat. And he's just like, yo, fuck that kid. These are like 22, 23-year-old kids, guys. And uh, and he's like, I guess it was very convoluted, but they must have been all hanging out, drinking somewhere. And then the one dude who may or may not have been sober, I'm not sure, drove them to like a, like a 7-Eleven. They hung out. They got cigarettes and shit. And, and then the guy that drove them decided he wasn't going to drive them to get this guy's car. And the dude that gets in the front, he's like, yo, your friend's a dick. Yo, I can fucking, what did he say? I can skill it. So what he was saying was, yo, I may be drunk, but I can drive. Right. So, you know, he, I, and then he, he starts having this conversation, like, I'm not even there. And I'm like, and he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I think it's a really bad idea. And now this was, I didn't say, I think it's a really bad idea because I've had one. I'm saying it's a really bad idea. Right. Right. There's like Uber and Lyft exist and they're great. 
because what it costs to get to where you need to go. But again, guy's fucking drunk. So he doesn't pay attention to a word I fucking say. Now, I have no idea where I'm driving this guy except for the address that I'm taking him. I drive him to this address, and sure enough, there's the dude's car parked in a, in, in a residential neighborhood in front of some other guy's house. And he gets out, and he fucking goes to his fucking car. He gets in. And, and I said to him right before he got out, I said, look, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't care what you're going to do, but I honestly think it's a really bad idea. And then, boom, he walks right to his fucking car. He gets in the car, and he gets, and he, and there's only one way out of this neighborhood, and he's driving right behind me. And he's driving fast, and he's driving on my ass. This kid had no fucking business being behind. And and the, I'm telling you, I could just, not because you're drunk, but when you could, you could tell when someone's drunk, the asshole that they are is sure. enhanced right, a right, lot of right. times. Not everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had great drunks, amazing drunks. I've had great experiences. I could just tell. And I was like, motherfucker. And I know that I have one. And it's like, I'm not a fucking narc. But I said, fuck this. You know what? Because I said to the kid, I said, listen, it's, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. You know who's on the road right now? You've got the where, where I live in New Jersey or the area that I was driving. You've got cab drivers, rideshare drivers, Uber, Lyft, drunks, and cops. Don't be a drunk. Yeah. Right? Like, exactly. just don't. Right? And every now and again, you might have a fucking family. Right? You don't know who you're going to fucking have on the road. Yeah. But for the most part, those are the four fucking groups of people you fucking have. And um, he didn't listen to a word I fucking said. And I didn't, wouldn't expect that he would, you know? I was like, I did it. I, I get it, you know? And I, did it, I didn't do it when I was fucking 22. I did it when I was like fucking 30 fucking six, you know? Never would have thought I would do it. And, uh, and he was right on my ass. So I fucking called, fucking, I called the local police department, and I told them. I said, listen, uh, and I, and the guy, and they were asking me fucking questions. I'm like, do you know his name? And I'm like, I, like, I don't want to give you, I'm just telling you, here's where I am. There's no question that this guy's drunk and has no business being behind the wheel of a fucking car. Right. Okay? Yeah. You take care of it. Like, it's like, this kid should not be on the fucking road. Could he possibly get home? Yes. No. The dude needs to lean, learn a fucking lesson. Yeah. Right. You know, um, I wish I could say since that happened, I've never been behind the wheel of a car and had a drop of alcohol. Not true. You know, um, as an Uber Lyft driver, like not once. That's a no brainer. You know, I don't want to be that fucking guy. Yeah. I don't want to be the guy that brings down Uber or Lyft or kills someone. Uh, there's there's levels of this whole thing. So, you know, I don't ever think I could skill it. Um, you know, I've gotten through to some passengers, but who knows, you know? It's, you know, yeah. who say, uh, can you drive me somewhere else to my car? I was like, I you, could. You know what you should do? What's that? You should look at him and you should say, yo, bro, you should protect your neck. <laughs> Oh shit. oh shit oh <laughs> shit what no <laughs> yeah um okay then, so that's you, a good then point you, it's then a good you can point tell them, you know. i know you know i can explain to them why i know that because i'm down with the wu-tang and that ain't nothing to fuck with i went to school with the wu-tang by the way I, so look, there are two things i know we're running out of well we're not running out of time but um it's uh we're 53 minutes we can get you know what we can as long as we fucking want it's we, the end of the year it's almost yes. the fucking christmas holidays it, it but is the winter solstice is, today's the shortest day and this is the longest podcast fuck you lopez <laughs> what, episode 300 i'm gonna check this shit out let's see
see how long this motherfucker went for episode 300. Uh, I'm going to call this motherfucker out because he goes we'll never get to he's, 300. He's had some long ones. Yeah, he's had some long ones. How many replacements do you think you'll have of me between now and episode 300? <laughs> <laughs> do you think you'll keep the unbe... Because, no, I mean, no, whatever. We don't have a legal agreement. We've never met in real life. I don't true. even know if you're real. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's hold on. I'm going to check this out. All right. All right. I've listened to this. You want right. to see how long he's going to go for episode 300? I bet it's uh, like 300. Now. It's an hour, an hour Did now. you listen? I listened to part of it. They were they, he, the, the duties got on, I, and I don't know. His Lord name. Fagan. Lord Fagan. They talk, I can't. I can't do it. His name is Lord Fagan. I don't even know what that means, but um, <laughs> like, Lord pisses you off. Um, yeah. No, all of it. Uh, they they were know. talking about uh, Star Star Trek, and then they were talking about video games and stuff. And I, I haven't seen the new Star Trek. I did. We went last night and saw uh, the Sirsha uh, uh, Ronan thing. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Ladybird. We saw that. That's and that is a coming. I thought you saw that weeks ago i said i was going to i planned to but no okay. uh, it, right. and it is a coming of age film it, it really is okay. so it, and that, uh, that, you know who's good in that laurie metcalf the uh oh uh, i've heard she's amazing yeah. she's incredible yeah, yeah, yeah sister from roseanne and roseanne's there's that's coming out again the roseanne oh show. yeah yeah i heard that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i i think is it coming out like is it an old school 80s sitcom and I, being shot that way I think they're trying to do it kind of like it was. I, I I'm not sure. Mm, I think that I, I don't know. I, I I think doing that as like almost like a documentary or like a single camera would. I don't know. Whatever. It's not. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just think that that's a dead. I don't, I don't even like that show. That um, who's the really good looking dude uh, from that '70s show? Uh, married to Demi Moore for half a minute and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Ashton Kutcher from your. Is he from Iowa? Yeah, yeah he's from Cedar Rapids. He's from, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, like. That show that he does on Netflix, it's two or three seasons, The Ranch, the ranch. with fucking, yeah. yeah, yeah, and Danny Masterson just got yeah. kicked off of the show because of the whole, like, rape allegation shit. Right. Um, that show's sit, uh, that show is shit, that show is sit as a three-camera traditional sitcom. Yeah, and they do the laugh track. And uh, with the laugh track, it's fucking weird. It is weird. I, I didn't, I've heard people I don't say get they it. like I it. I it's I, dead. I didn't, it didn't, it didn't I tried. Uh, it didn't do me. I, yeah. I tried as well. It was just, it didn't, I don't think it worked. I mean, I didn't watch the, what's that show with uh, Kathy Bates with the d- Disjointed or yeah, something? Yeah, Disjointed. And that was yeah. marginally better, but not good either. Two friends of mine from college were writers on that show. It wasn't their show, but they were writers on. It. They all they wrote on that show. It's hard, for but me, I didn't watch it. It's hard for me not to like Kathy Bates. Usually, I like what she. I do what love her. I mean, yeah. I, she was yeah. She's fascinating. She's yeah. so good on that uh, that show that I don't I like, but I don't really like the one on um, the one with the American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah. Where she's, she's amazing on it. She's so good. Yeah, and that was that was a New Orleans the, thing, sort of, wasn't it? That story that she was involved with. Yeah, it was the she's done she's done a few uh, she's done a few seasons. Um, she did the, got she did the freak show one, right. where she played the bearded lady. Oh yeah, that was yeah yeah. Uh, she played the bearded lady, and she did this, like the weird like fucking Philly Baltimore accent. Yeah, like that was, it was so weird, disturbing. And yeah. yeah yeah, she was she was really she's really good. And then she also did the um the one with Lady Gaga season, the fucking hotel one. So weird with uh, it's it's a good it's it's okay. Right. Um uh, but her character there's a complexity and and depth to her fucked up camera uh, ca- character. Um and you know who's also on that show is Sarah Paulson. And Sarah Paulson, she played Marsha the uh, O.J. Simpson. Um, oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. And the uh, 
People versus O.J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah, she played Marsha uh, Clark, right? Marsha Marsha Clark. Yeah, yeah, she's a very good actress. Yeah, she um, is. And and she was on both. She's amazing on the hotel season, and she's really good playing this these um, conjoined twins on the freak show season. Oh wow. Like, I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's again, I don't think it's a great show, but there are some really good like what's his name? Uh the the he's Michael Chiklis, the guy from uh from yeah, the uh the FX uh the, the, the commish. commish. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He he played the strong man on the um lots of spoiler alerts here, but uh on the freak show season and he used to be married to the the bearded lady to the you know, um Kathy Bates character. Okay. And uh, he was kind of closeted gay. A lot going on with his. He's so good. He's really good. But again, it's not the greatest show. I I, I don't know. Some people love it, but, you know, there's, um, I don't know. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How do we get here? I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right, right. Wu Tang. Wu-Tang, they ain't nothing yeah, to fuck with. I understand. Protect, uh, protect your neck. Bro. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I went to school with. So the did they pull the class. guy over? Did you see him pull the guy over? Did they, 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 did you watch him cuff him and stuff? No, no, no. The, when I when I was the when I was the narc when I was the Uber narc when you were you were a, a snitch you were snitching I was a snitch you I was Uber yeah snitches I did. get stitches yo yeah you know when you title this episode snitches don't, get stitches <laughs> I don't care what you say <laughs> just don't mention my name and DUI too much because. Again, I like uh, you're, you're wearing a sport coat and riding a fold up bike. They're gonna know you gotta do a DUI. Oh, oh, oh my god. My, my, uh, I know why I brought this up. Okay. I know what I said is that your wife has a theory that some douchebag riding, but did she see me riding a bike without a helmet or no, just a theory no, no. that she she's, has? She's okay, mentioned good. this. Okay. She told me, okay, so last year, uh, I, I was starting to ride my bike to work somewhere and she and she insisted, she goes, you got to make sure that you wear something that looks athletic and that you have a helmet and that you look like you're on the bike like you belong there. If you are riding otherwise and you're like wearing a, if you're wearing a sport coat. Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to look like you got a DUI if you don't have a Totally helmet. difference of opinions here. <laughs> you see, you guys live in Cedar Rapids in how, the middle of fucking the country. And how, like the, but but if you, I'm telling you, I have a photograph of me on my bicycle. When I was on my 40th birthday. Yeah. So how here's far, why I have the folding bike. How far does this thing fold up? Can you put it in your back pocket? Is it like a, how, how many folds? Okay. How many times can right. you fold you're, the bike? You're going to have to, you can only fold it once. It's just a whole thing. I has, can it do ever, it. has it ever unfolded while, or folded back? Yes, together? it has. Oh, while I was riding it? Yes. Oh, I'd have thrown that fucker away right there. I would have no, no, no. kicked it. Well, no, it had nothing to do with the bike or the design of the bike. You it had to do with again. human error. I was fucking <laughs> drunk. I'm, hold on. I'm not kidding. Okay, so here's why I have a folding bike. All okay. right. Because I, have a D, because I had a DUI. I was convicted of having a DUI. I think if they, I knew they, your friend and had all the rules, I would have been able to get out of it. But I fucked up all right. by drinking and driving, yes. not by, you know. Right, by, and, uh, but, you, but you're saying you, you probably should have. Yeah, but anyway, I, yeah. I you no, know, no. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, now I would exhaust every fucking angle, and I would never talk about it on the podcast. I'm like, fucking talking about <laughs> that like, ship's out. That ship's out. Yeah, yeah. So, but, so I ha- what happened was I... Uh, in 2006, uh, I think it was May 2006, I got the DUI. Well, I was pulled over, and uh, and then I was convicted uh, later that summer, and I lost my driver's license for seven months. Seven I used to drive months. into Manhattan, and uh, taking the train is going to add a lot of time. 
and uh, taking a subway from where I took the train into New York City, New York Penn Station, 34th and 7th Avenue, down to where I worked, 13th Street and 9th Avenue. It was like a couple of stops on the train. It just added a lot of time. So I ended up getting a folding bike, and riding my bike was a lot quicker. And I had a helmet, and sometimes I would wear it, but it was a lot easier not to wear it. And I would, like, I'm not going to wear sporty attire and then fucking change. I'm going to just fucking use it. And it was kind of, it's kind of cool and badass, especially folding that shit up. You should see when you unfold or fold that bike up, you should see people just watch. It's just snapping out like a, it's like a And it's a weird blade. thing. Like I'm trying to pretend. Blade. Yeah, I'm trying to pretend like I'm not aware of it, but I'm so aware when people are watching me fold or unfold the bike. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Right. You'll have to remind me to shoot video of me opening and closing the thing in the sports jacket. We can do one of those fucking like Instagram poll or Twitter polls. <laughs> fucking, is this a guy that had a DUI? The answer would be yes. But is this cool as fuck or is this the biggest douchebag <laughs> on the planet and then see if we could figure out regionally or at least anecdotally what fucking people think about so it. what brand is the is the fold-up bike is it, is it like sunbeam breezer 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 and yeah breezer it's a guy that's a legitimate like bike guy that was with a bigger company and then he started his own brand you should get like one of those electric bikes those are pretty cool now you can get those uh, rechargeable an electric folding bike no, sports you know jacket fuck, fuck guy fold-up thing that's just Take that full no, it's there. pretty fucking. Yeah, I don't know. So I got the bike. So did I buy this on QVC. Did it? Was it a QVC bike? No, I went into a fucking legit fucking New York City bike shop, and when I went and I got it, they said DUI, huh? And I said, Yeah, like, you of course. Say, and they're like, They're like, we, we right, got a fold-up model for you right back yeah, here, right? right and right they back said, here. they said, Okay, here are some rules. You can buy the bike, but uh, you can't get a helmet. <laughs> and you got to wear a sports jacket. It's New York City. If you win Cedar Rapids, Iowa, you got to get a fucking sporty thing and drive like that. But here in New York, you got to fucking just be who you are. A fucking alcoholic asshole on a fucking folding bike with a sports jacket. Like, what's that fucking guy's deal? Fuck you. Here's, here's, 40, here's $49. About. Go down to Uniqlo. Get yourself one of those fucking jackets. <laughs> fucking yeah, <laughs> cheap-ass jacket. Yeah, when you fall off your bike and your head fucking crushes on the fucking pavement like a fucking melon, that fucking Uniqlo jacket jacket's gonna protect you you're a fucking brilliant motherfucker you're gonna have a podcast one day when they put you in the when they put you in the ambulance it's gonna be a lot easier if they can fold up your fucking bike and just toss yeah. it in the back with you yeah that's yeah. right so yeah so you see so you know what i i have such mixed feelings about sharing this well you know it's out. not it's, it's not in the, because it's in the world now and it's okay look, it is you know i put it out in the ether and you know what if it gets i clicks and listens it's i don't okay. give a fuck but the main reason I'm a, I, it really kind of bothers me is that I'm not so happy that I've confirmed your wife's <laughs> belief that that's some douchebag who had a DUI. Because <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age.